and we hear the loud rushing water of Alkenstar Falls. 500 foot drop of hundreds of gallons of water splashing, making it hard to hear. But over that heavy, disconcerting ambiance, we see perched, hanging, feet dangling on the edge of Hellside, Reficule and Anita. Still in the middle of the night, having a very deep, personal conversation filled with revelations. So we rejoin that conversation in progress. So Tieflin and Ambrose Mugland. Sounds like a bit a set of a joke, doesn't it? Uh, but uh, I guess boils down to that, yeah. What what I'm trying to figure out is. So I won't be, I won't be getting my carriage anymore from Ambrose now. It's gonna be weird. I'm kidding, Rafi. I'm trying. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how to. I don't know how to do these things. I just. First of all, like I said, he's a complete asspot for doing what he did to you when you were younger. It's just. So when we see Ambrose, do you want to kill him? right away or do you want him to suffer a little bit what what's the plan here i want him dead but i don't know if that's what i really want or what i want because of what he made me hmm sometimes I- yeah. Go ahead. I just remember some of the books that I've read. When someone's faced with someone that that they hate, they usually want them to suffer first. Because death is too quick. It's actually kindness. Unless that's you being kind to your abuser. I've only know how to deal with things in one way. It's all I've ever known. But I don't know if hate is the right word. He did raise me. He brought me over from a look around at Hellside. This poor shanty town brought me up from the gutters made me into something where I would have been nothing before so I don't know if you could say that I hate him but he also taught me there's only one way to deal with people that cross you and that's to make sure that they never cross you again I mean With that principle, has that really made your life any more satisfying? 
<laughs> not sure. Other than this past year, it's the only knife I've ever known. Well, I guess we deal with him. We, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. Really, I, I always thought it was we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. I think it's more like we burn bridges. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Do you want to go to the party or do you just want to... Maybe we'll hang out here a bit. Uh, to be honest, you know, after that first song, the music really didn't agree with me. But it was really fun. It was a lot. It was a lot of bass. Maybe one day, but uh, tonight maybe we'll just contemplate our fate. Hmm. But yes, regarding this thing, I don't think. It's something that how or Saruk would particularly judge you on about. We'll see. I'll definitely have a talk with Tusks, but uh, not sure if I'm there yet. I don't expect you guys to be best mates after you, you talk for a second or two. However... It'd be nice if you guys could be civil with each other, considering we'll be doing a lot of missions that require projectiles and other things going at us. So working together is definitely very important. He did put himself out there when Hal went down. He did. Not something that... uh the people that I used to run with would ever have done. Sometimes, in order to see how kind people could be, you have to be kind to yourself as well. We'll take one step at a time, Annie. Let's not expect miracles quite yet. I'm not, but I'm just saying... I mean, I've said this to you before already, but a little compassion towards yourself could make things a little bit easier. We'll keep it in mind. All right. Well. It's also interesting. I was sitting here looking at the layout of the city, and you guys are in Hellside, which is literally this wooden shantytown built on the side of the cliffs that kind of go all the way down 500 feet to just above the water, right? But from where you're positioned and you're looking out across the Ustradi River, you see some of the most clear disparities of like the rich and the poor because everything on the other side of the river is generally richer. And here you guys are below the the cliffs and you're looking up at the castle towering over you. It, it is the perfect sort of snapshot of what Alkenstar is all about. This spot here. Besides that, one of the the highest marvels of Alkenstar is kind of out on this island right in front of you guys, and that is the uh, the hydro plant. They call it the tin-wound hydro plant, and it is sort of the main source of power that kind of gives low-level electricity to everyone in Alkenstar, which allows even the poorest of people to have, you know, elevated uh, 
level like standard of living um, over almost any other city in the area so all of that is juxtaposed with you guys on some wooden rotten wood rotten wood platforms hammer into the side of a cliff oh look I brought uh, a crab cocktail from the party we can share this one for a bit there's two ales in here as well I dig it out from the bag of holding oh look how magic works it didn't spill at all. Look at that. I don't have a blanket or anything, but uh, what else is in here? No, you didn't bring that? any of that cake, did you? The cake? No, it was the first thing that came out. I mean, what do you expect? The sweets go out first. I don't usually drink this time of night, but uh, I guess I'll make an exception. Yeah. Sit back, relax, listen to the falls, make sure I don't fall. <laughs> I got your back, Annie. So the, the camera sort of drifts up and we see that just position as the castle dominates the landscape, towers over you two, two lost souls just kind of sitting there having a conversation in the dead of night. And um, I think uh, that sort of uh, fades and does like the whole like moon sets and the sun is now in the sky and we find ourselves in the middle of the day of day three of our four days of downtime. Unless you guys are staying at Aldo with Aldo and Norm, Norma, I'm sure. <laughs> Hal is just, just in the corner. <laughs> He's so quiet. They if he doesn't move, they can't see him. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, there's, you, you guys do spend some night scouting. You guys have gotten some good information and good leads, but the deadline's coming down the pipe. Loveless and Muglin any day now is going to make their moves and, and snatch up Gattleby. Anita, you're still hard at work on your in your workshop. You're spending your downtime crafting. We did roll the crafting check for your downtime last week. So we rolled it a little early, but uh, you did get a, a decent successful roll, right? You rolled a 22 on your crafting check. And with yes. our modified crafting rules, you were able to pay half price for those consumables and make four. Describe to us what we see Anita sort of working on and, and finishing up. She would have actually reviewed her notes from previous battles. And then she would have figured out, all right, we're up against Loveless, we're up against Smuggling. And if the clockworks were any indication, they have a lot of that. And knowing that they're pretty weak when it comes to, like, electricity, Nina ended up making Anita craft uh, four bottles of bottled lightning. And hopefully it helps. Also, like, on her downtime, when, like, like let's say she finished a little earlier, she was also focused on doing, like, a small, tiny project for one of her friends. Okay, yeah, so we see her we see her working on something, but we never actually see what it is. We can just tell that she's hard at work. And in addition with all the rest of sort of your downtime, the other project is you're still trying to work on that sort of uh, removable core for Wybert, right? Anita is the type of person who will squeeze as much as she can in a day before having to sleep. Makes sense. We know that Saruk probably woke up before sunrise to do push-ups but uh... as you do as tradition. <laughs> four in the morning <laughs> Saruk definitely does crossfit oh yeah all day 
And then at some point also in the morning, uh, after a workout, drift back over to... uh, My god, they were the coolest NPC. I don't remember their name. Our favoritest goblin alchemist who locked herself in a safe... Oh, not that one. Our other favorite. Monzi. Monzi. yeah. Because the last time we went and had to go do a thing, it went very pear-shaped very quickly and preferring mm-hmm. that to not happen again. We're going to buy not one, not two, not three, but four minor elixirs of life. One very for cool. each of us. Yeah, it's a little awkward because you, you to get to there, right, the most direct way is you go to, like, the edge of Alkenstar and there's a gate. And it leads into Ironside. And the gate is guarded heavily by shield marshals, right? So there's like the tall towers, especially during the day. You got two snipers, one on each tower, just sitting there with their rifle, looking away from the city towards the manaways, right? This is where, you know, if if a mutant raid or something of that effect would come towards the city, this is one of the weak points that is always on guard. And since getting to that location requires kind of going outside the city. Uh, you you have to sort of go out the gate and under the scrutiny of all these shield marshals. Uh, or, you know, second option, the, that map of the sewers that we have. Well, that, that is the other option. So you get to there, you see this, or you can then, like, refer to your map and find, like, the nearest sewer and just hop in the sewer and go back because you did get the map. That is correct. Yeah, just retracing steps because we know that probably a bad thing for them to see us. So just dip in, dip out, come back. Yeah, for some of you worse than others, I imagine Saruk personally, I don't think it has a super high wanted level currently um, as much as the rest uh, definitely do. One or two stars out of five. like you know. Yeah. <laughs> Still enough yeah. for a cop to show up and murder me, but not enough to do it with the tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see, like, there's probably wanted posters for Anita and, like, Halbrandt, like, on the checkpoint for the police, the shield marshals, right? But, yeah, using the shield, as long as you're willing to, like, you know, use the sewers to move in and out, you have the map. And, uh, yeah, you get back in the, the back of the yard. Uh, you see the sort of, like garden has like grown a bit but like no more of the leshies there it's just this vibrant beautiful mossy garden and in the daylight halbrand's right it's very beautiful in color but uh yeah you're, you have no problem getting to monzi monzi has an interesting idea for what oh god we already flavored them how it's right we uh we flavor them as uh cockroach granola bites good old pickled frog leg they function and you have no problem buying that from her and anyone else that wants to buy any alchemical stuff feel free so when i guess when saruk gets back at this point ruffy's probably awake watching saruk come into the front of the tavern ruffy probably is just getting up probably just walking down oh blimey i need a fucking drink Morning. Where's everyone else? Ah, Annie's in the workshop, of course. Got her head in some new project. Not really sure what's going on. Saw some sparks flying, though. Should be interesting. Classic. Hal, I'm not too sure. I don't think he's even up yet. Man Mm. after my own heart, if I do say so myself. (laughs) Did you figure out anything last night? Ah, got a bit of a... 
bit of a look at the route we're going to take. Why don't we, uh... Here. We'll buy you a drink. Talk it over. Sure. And I'll head to the bar and I'll get, um... Shoot, what are they called? Two of the flaming... The flaming whiskeys? The flaming whiskeys, uh, yeah. The flaming whiskeys, yeah. So, seven copper each, so, you know, one... One silver... I'll hand over copper. a silver... Uh, I'll hand over two silver. Okay. You hand over two silver to Phoebe, so you're tipping Phoebe? Oh, it's Phoebe or is it a bartender? It's, Phoebe. it's, Phoebe, I'm not, Phoebe, it's works, Phoebe, I'm not tipping her. Phoebe works the bar like 90% of the time, and in this case, uh, it's Phoebe. <laughs> yeah. Especially I'm not, not if, it, if it was a worker, I'd tip. But if it's the owner that is actually working for the Duchess, I'm not tipping her. <laughs> right. So I think you hand her the two silver and then she just puts it under the table and then there's that like pause where you like are like looking at her waiting for your change and she rolls mm-hmm. her eyes and she like fishes out six copper pieces and slides it back to you. She does, you know, she has the all the ingredients under the bar and she keeps the little like pincher of something that she like drips in there and then lights it on fire and the whole drink as she hands it to you is already just burning. Perfect. And I'll slide it over. Towards tusks. I'm pretty sure you're not supposed to drink things that are on fire, but why the hell's not? And down it goes. Yep, without blowing it out. Okay. Mm. Hmm. Surprise me every day, tusks, and I'll down mine as well without blowing it out. I'm going to roll once on the table for each of you to see what happens. Uh, we'll do for um, for Saruk first, and Saruk did drink first. Uh... No effect. The flames go up your face and touch you, and you don't leave any mark. No sensation of burning. You just drink, and the flames and, and liquid and everything just disappears down your mouth, and surprisingly, doesn't hurt. <laughs> Not bad. And for uh, Ruficule, uh, <laughs> the exact same thing happens for you. But the flames, as you take the drink, sort of like flare up and do like singe the outside of your face. Uh, you are going to take a little bit of fire damage. Four oh, points of fire, of fire damage. Oh, no. <laughs> That's a lot. That's a solid. And you take four points of fire damage as the, the flames do not agree with you. And uh, you actually watch as like it probably catches a little bit of your facial hair on fire. Can I make a save for myself? Like a cool save? What kind of save yeah, are we talking? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Basic reflex save. The fire. Right? Uh, reflex save, will save. There's no cool save, but... Save face. <laughs> yeah, make a... That's pretty much what I'm doing. A save face save. Yeah. So Say that five times fast. I don't think I can. Uh, I would personally say this is probably a will thing. It's like a mental effect for you to like stave off the things. So the the like social pains. It's <laughs> only an eleven. An eleven, yeah. I don't think you do a very good job of it. So Saruk, <laughs> you watch and he looks like a dork. But there's not a lot of people in the bar. <laughs> Phoebe saw it. Phoebe's laughing her ass off from behind the bar. Went down a little bit smoother last time. Yeah? Did you not set yourself on fire? I... Fishes in pocket, rolls granola your way. 
I went and picked these up, so presumably we don't run into something made of protoplasm that wants to roll over us and consume us, but all the same. If we're going to be shot at, seems to be ready to be in advance, you know? Huh. That's, uh, pretty considerate of you, Theratus. One does what one can. You ran off pretty early last night. Everything okay? Yeah. You know, parties aren't really my thing. Hmm. Yeah, I need to said something to that effect. Did get a good bit of a look at uh, old Gattleby's house, though. Mm-hmm. There does seem to be some interest other than our own. So it might behoove us to not uh, take too long getting over there. Yeah. I heard at the party last night there was something about a... <laughs> I don't remember that. The powder keg something. I A local gang that's been exploding things along the way. I'm, I'm concerned if we're bringing someone who has... How do I frame this? Experimental explosives, and then there are other explosions that could go belly up very quickly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we wouldn't want to get burned now, would we? <laughs> Well said. But, uh... Nah, I think that might be good to look into. Seems that uh, your party was a bit of a success then. Yeah. I... If I'm going to be living here, I want to do what I can for the community, and everybody likes free food, right? And then everyone talks, and one hand washes the other. If I must be glances surreptitiously over to Phoebe under the employ of the government for completely upstanding and morally great means. Might as well shine it to the best polish possible. You actually believe that, don't you? Yeah, why why wouldn't I? I've grown up here in Akinstar. It's the only place I've ever known. The only people I've ever known. Let's just say I've known a lot of people that talk the talk. But very few have actually walked the walk. Yeah, that sounds about right. In a place like this, it pays, I'm guessing, to have a, a very pretty front and then you're in back alleys stabbing people and taking what you want to... Pardon my reach, I guess. Alkansar could do with a little more love, though. A little more kindness, a little more actually taking care of one another, especially given I I hesitate to imagine the levels of corruption in this place, but the first step towards removing them is, well, getting everyone on the same side, right? I guess uh, it's not something I've ever thought of before. I never, never even entered my mind that Alkenstar can be better than what it is. Oh, sure. Everywhere can. There's, there are a lot of places in the world that they've started off pretty bad and then something happened and then there was a big change and then things went for the better. It's theoretically the arc of humanoid society, but I... 
I admit I come from a place where we already figured that out, so I don't have to be concerned with what I'm going to eat today. So I have the ability to stop and think about that as opposed to, am I going to be shot, starved to death, or be rained on tonight when I'm trying to sleep? Gotta say, that does pretty much sum up most of life here in Alkenstar. But, uh, not gonna lie, Tusks. When you first rolled in on that first mission we took, I thought you were just full of self-righteousness. But, uh, I don't know. Alkenstar's had plenty of people like me. Maybe, uh, couldn't hurt to have someone like you. It helps when the self-righteousness is backed up with a moral backbone. <laughs> Likewise, I am... Forgive my bluntness. Surprised we didn't all get shot in the back when we were running around a scrap heap and everything went sideways. Thank you. I don't think I said that, but thank you. <laughs> I actually meant what I said before as well. I don't enjoy killing. And I don't kill when it's not necessary. But I do believe it is necessary sometimes. Of course, self-defense. The If it's going to be them or you, you prefer to choose you most of the time. Right. I just tend to preempt that maybe a little bit sooner than you would like. But... Like I said, maybe Alkansar can do with a bit more of your way of thinking, and less of mine. Maybe. We should round everybody else up, get everybody in the stuff together, figure out what we're going to do. Right. Uh, did I mention there was these weird flowers around uh, Gattleby's place and I describe them? I'm sure they're nothing. They, they, I'm sure they're fine. Hmm. Do they sound like they're nothing? Well, you rolled Dear a crafty Jim. check last time, and you oh, came right. up with the fact. This is the point where you can tell them, no, those sound poisonous. Oh, no, there's... <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. Oh, my gods. I. <laughs> it makes a lot of sense that a shut-in who's afraid that... <sighs> I guess I would plant poisonous flowers outside my home as well. <sighs> yeah, probably don't touch those. Why don't you see, uh, see what Hal's up to, if he's up yet, and try to get Anita away from her workshop. I'm gonna go talk to someone for a moment. Sure. Yeah, I'll go grab him. Where would Hal be, like, at noon the next day after the party, Hal? Well, Hal would probably be back at uh, Phoebe's place, occupying one of them rooms until she kicks him out, and he will sleep all day until somebody comes in. He now has the dog in there, so the room service people get a barking at if they come saying, housekeeping, and, you know, <laughs> the dog will growl and Hal will roll over. Got it. Yeah, the housekeeping here is Foss. Fossetir is, is the one. Fossetir is the one that comes by to, like, clean up the rooms every day, so uh, that would be their job. Uh, but, yes, yeah, so they'll probably, probably woke you up not too far past, because... For the last few months, Syl has been on Saruk's schedule. So 4 a.m., he 
still wakes you up to try to do like push-ups or something. <laughs> but then well, I'm she, sure. Until she just barked at. Yeah, yeah. You bark it so, and she goes back. She like submits and goes back to sleep. Yeah, uh, she's back. She's easing back into your schedule. So, um, so yeah. So, how would be upstairs sleeping while you guys are having that conversation between Saruk and Refi? So Saruk can go up and sort of wake Hal up. <laughs> Does that mean Hal greets Saruk with barking as well? The dog probably wouldn't uh, bark at Saruk, knowing his gait as he walks down the, the hallway long steps between he probably she probably would be wagging her tail and trying to get out but you know all right all right all right i've been around we have much to discuss all right hold on let me uh and he'll take out a cigar and light it before he starts getting dressed and then a few minutes later he'll come out the door what time is it it's still early right sun's still up yeah early oh that's terrible all right, let's go. Indeed. And then down back to the shed, not bothering to knock, just open the door. Anita! Anita! Yeah, Anita's just hard at work. Probably arguing with Nico. Yeah. Like, these bottles are very precious to me. Everything's precious to you, though, Nico. I, I understand, but you got to do it the right way. When did you become an alchemical genius? When did you become an alchemical genius? Yes, sir. I was at Blitfair. That's fair. I suppose that would make one an alchemical genius. My apologies. We're discussing things. Come when you get a chance. All right, but I'll pay you back. I swear. I just need it right now. Phoebe needs it. Ah, fine, but we got to do it right. Hurry back. All right. And then I follow Saruk. So, what did Refi step away to do? Yeah, I would just kind of flavoring to using underworld lore to try to find out anything about the powder keg punks. Okay. Maybe just to talk to a few people in the area that I might know but might be connected. So that so was my I, flavoring of underworld. Yeah, lore. so you want to like step out and spend some of the time like gathering what you can about the punks. Not so much. I was just more flavoring it because I don't okay. want to do a society check. I just literally want to do recall knowledge underworld. <laughs> yeah, well, for sure. I think doing like you can step outside. You can flavor it like this. Uh, we can do a, a, a recall knowledge underworld lore because you do have underworld lore, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, you can make that check just to see what you know and flavor it potentially as hitting up some contact. Um, but anything you don't know out the gate, um, then you would follow up by like spending some yeah, time yeah. gathering information. Okay, perfect. So let's let's roll and see what you know. Um, I got question marks. You got really? question marks. Uh, I did reveal on the the stream at least what your your roll was. So for anyone keeping track at home, that is a natural one. So the powder keg punks, one hundred percent one of the most ruthless, well known gangs in Alkenstar, known. For not only their ruthlessness, but their recklessness. They will literally... If there was, like, a gang that represented, like, the cast of Jackass, like Steve-O and Johnny Knoxville, that is sort of the the sort of reputation that the punks uh, have ahead of them. 
Um, and I think not kobolds, but their leader is like a robotic goblin. Like a, a really famous inventor that failed out of Blythir and then basically shaped himself into be half robot, half goblin and rules from his, uh, secret lair in the old Ironside, uh, quarters. Right. I don't need to do any gathering information. I'm pretty sure of that knowledge, so I'm 100% certain. Yes, you are. Now, theoretically, other people could recall knowledge if they have Underworld lore and they want to know more punks. Rick's like, no, nah, I'm fine with that. It feels like absolute unabashed metagaming. Let's do it anyway. <laughs> And let's make it be a blind GM roll. And you're, you're, I'm assuming this is becoming the punks or becoming one of your leads? Yeah, yeah, no? yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have two, I, right? I don't know what your uh, your current leads are. I confused leads and the, the feat that lets me have myriad lores, five ever. Yeah, it's probably oh, them true. and... and Powder keg punk lore, theoretically, right? <laughs> yeah, I think I'm going to do botany for the, the specific lore, and then my leads are going to be... Uh, uh, da, da, da. Why am I so bad at names? Crazy scientist, man. Gattleby. And then Gattleby and, and the powder kegs. But okay. here's that sweet, Perfect. sweet underworld lore. Perfect. Uh, I believe... So I'll tell you what you come up with. Uh, the Powder Keg Punks are a low-tier gang that, like, literally has almost very little respect in the underworld. It's not that they're not capable. They are just unfocused chaos. And what you know is that they are just as likely to, you know, if you hire, if you were to hire them to capture someone, they're just as likely to murder them as they are to capture them if it seems fun to them in the moment. And you know that their leader is a, um, let me just double check this. So their leader is a goblin known as his street name is brick blaster. Uh, and this goblin, uh, does, you know, command is people to just basically create as much chaos as they want and uh no one treats them seriously and they are literally if you can afford anyone else you would hire a different gang to do a job for you but if you have a shallow pocketbook and you need something done the powder keg punks are for you um unfortunately they're um their headquarters and like where you would contact them is kind of a kind of closely guarded secret and you don't roll high enough to get their, <clears throat> you know, their location. But you get a little bit of leads to go on at least. So you can both come back to the table with that information. So the rest of the team is gathering around as they sat down. There's a granola bar is pushed their way. Okay, what do we know? Right. Well, these punks, they're one of the most ruthless gangs out here in Alkenstar. One of the most feared. 
their leader. It's this feared goblin mastermind. He's kicked out of Blythe here for his evil inventions, right? Blown himself half to bits in one of these experiments. But he rebuilt himself stronger, better, faster. Some people even call him the Million Coin Goblin. <laughs> so that's not what I heard at all, but... I'm pretty sure. I think we could handle them, even if there's some Million Coin Goblin somewhere. There is a 30 copper solution to most Million Coin Goblins, and it's a bullet, right? I maybe they're the most feared the, the people around Aldo's make them out to be much more of just disorganized dare I say punks with explosives I don't know I nevertheless I think we should go there first I think that seems to be the biggest we need to get them out of the way before we're dragging someone down the road Unfortunately, I don't know where. I've I've heard they're around, but I'm not sure if they're along the route. Should we maybe see, check that out first? Yeah, yeah, maybe we do a walk around by daylight. Would Phoebe know anything about the powder, the powder punk gang with the goblin leader? Phoebe probably has a file on him, just like the rest of us. Well, I mean, she has us. Misfits. I'm sure she knows something about this goblin-led misfits. Do you have a name? Maybe I know this inventor from Blippi. Oh, what was it? Like Brick Blaster or Brick Breaker? Or... Brick Blaster? Brick Blaster, the million dollar, million coin goblin. Now is that, is that going to be copper coins or gold coins? Because if it's gold coins, we should certainly drop by there first. I've heard it's platinum. Phoebe does meander over your way because she's been called. And she's like, uh, right. What's going on? What? Hi, mom. Food, yes. Drinks? I just, no, I oh, wanted to. Is it true that the powder, co- the powder, po- the powder punks, keg punks, powder keg punks really do have a lead, like a goblin leader. Do you know anything about the Powder keg punks. Uh, let me see. Let's let's have her make a roll and see if she potentially. Okay, not bad, not bad. Uh, yeah, like I've I've heard of them. Uh, from what I understand, they're barely controlled chaos. Uh, leader. Uh, he goes by some ridiculous name like Brick Blaster. Uh, but his real name is Glaz Niz- Nix- Nixbricks. It's almost worse than his street name. <laughs> Glaz Nixbricks. Uh, yeah, I mean, why? You got something to do with... Wait, are we talking business or pleasure out here? She's like looking around. You guys having a meeting in the middle of the bar? 
we're just trying to get more information is all. Do you do you perhaps know how to find them or do you know the area that they operate out of? I, I mean, they're not on my radar for any particular reason. I could put out some feelers and see what I can come up with. Yeah, it might be worth a while because Ruffy says he wears a jacket made of a million platinum coins. Nah, he built himself like robotic arms and legs out of them. I mean, that just sounds ridiculous. That's what I heard. Are you, pu- are you pulling my leg? No, your leg's right there. So, so let me let me just get this straight. She like lowers her voice. She's like, instead of securing Gattleby, you're gonna chase down these powder keg punks because they have a coat worth a million coins. No. Well, now that you frame it that way, it does sound quite appealing. (laughs) No, but isn't it because we heard that the powder cake punks are also out there to grab Gatelby. So if we deal with them now, then we wouldn't have to deal with him. Oh, with with them when we pick Vashon up. One less complication down the road. Well, yeah, I mean, if, if you have belief that they're involved, then yeah, for sure, I'll... I'll see what I can find. Like it. Indeed. That's it? Yeah, yeah, thank you. Uh, And then uh, Phoebe sort of, like, disappears. In the meantime, why don't we see what we can't find on our own? It might be more expedient. Okay. Also, during the party, I heard that the shield marshals are actually taking down businesses for nothing. Um, for almost nothing at the moment they come in saying that it's they're violating the health code or something but there's there's not a lot of rhyme or reason for the businesses that they're taking down at the moment i'm not sure if they're like an anti-moglin business or a pro-moglin business an anti-dutchess business or a pro-dutchess business that's being taken down whatever it is it's under health code violations. And this relates to securing Gattleby, how exactly? Not sure, but it's what I heard in the party last night. It sounds interesting, though. That's a damn shame, because, you know, the best places to eat are always the ones that fail their health inspections. This is subjectively correct. Surprise, surprise that corrupt police officers are going door to door, shutting down businesses on a whim, though. True, that's true. But yeah, it's something since we're all giving out stuff that we heard last night. There was something about how the the shield marshals had checkpoints by night, right? Yes, that too. At the bottleneck bridge. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, boys, when we move him, I... I think we're doing it by day. Like sunset day or like your push-up day? Somewhere in between. Wouldn't it be? That's actually that's actually very good if we do it in the day because isn't there a march by Amos? Like in the workers in the day, we could use them as like a distraction while we transport Vashon or move him around. I mean, using the workers as a distraction leaves a very sour taste in my mouth, but I see what Ooh, you mean. Yeah. 
don't think of it as using them as a distraction. Think of it, they're going to be a distraction either way. We might as well take advantage of it. Yeah, that's fair. Presumably, we find the million-dollar explosives and ensure they don't go off in the middle of a protest. Also, and uh, Phoebe mentioning that we're having this meeting in the middle of the bar, I'm going to look around to make sure that there's no one, like, watching us. Okay, yeah. You give a scan of the room... Uh, it's still pretty early in the day for a bar, um, and I think there's only like one or two patrons that look like they're already passed out in their drink on their table. Uh, the only person that is really like sort of, you know, I eagle eye watching you, but not like trying to make it apparent that they're like super focused on you is Phoebe, who is trying to eavesdrop on your conversation from like across the bar. Like, she keeps finding tasks to do, like, behind the bar, but you can tell that she's, like, her attention is on you, not her task she's working on. All right. So, uh, there were, as I meant, I mentioned this to Tusks earlier. Last night when I went out to scout old Gattleby's place, there were definitely some other interested parties. Whether it's these punks or not, I don't know, but, uh, I feel like, well, we shouldn't wait too much longer. Yeah, if there are more, maybe we should get down there now. But then we don't have the distraction of the march. True. How many did you see? Anything in particular? What you saw, uh, they were very small in stature. Uh, They were wearing a, like, very conspicuous trench coat with a big hat that almost made it like they didn't want like, even if you got to look at them, you couldn't see special features, but their size could not be hidden too well. They're very, they're like a small creature, like a goblin sized creature, perhaps something tiny, like a small humanoid shape and not a medium sized or larger creature. Uh, I couldn't really get a good look at their face. Could have been a halfling, a gnome, or a goblin platinum made robotic parts I see well then we know what to look out for are we comfortable and confident on the the routes that that you you all have scouted like has the has the route between like Vashon's house to the east of all brewery been scouted already or is it just like I just look from here here to Vashon's up on the rooftops a little bit, but maybe that's something we could do a little bit later there, Rufkew. I took a look at the brewery. Didn't seem like much. Seemed abandoned. No activity there that I noticed. But that was last night. Maybe we take another look. But uh, maybe we should check. If we're going to do this during the day, maybe we take what little light is left now and check. Yeah, yeah, if we could, yeah, if if the both of you could scout out the routes between Vashon's house to the to the brewery and then the brewery to to here, like the most efficient, convenient, secured route would be amazing. So you're saying this bridge is between Vashon's and the brewery? Like, why do we have to go during the day? 
because of the checkpoints that Saruk found out that the shield marshals have at night, it's actually oh, it's, I mean, they're heavier. Yeah. yeah. I must have missed that. I didn't realize that the bridge was in the way, but now I'm thinking about it. Yeah, of course it is. And uh, you two are quite the celebrities these days. Seems like I can't turn the corner without seeing your faces. This is true. We room like right next to you, so you're going to see us every day. Uh, they did a quite a good job, especially of your your whiskers there, Han. I mean, who who doesn't remember a handsome face like this? Especially when it's plastered all over wanted posters throughout Alcansar. Yeah, that's fair. For my downtime, like outside of my crafting, can I do a check to see if there's anything about Vashon that would help us in this mission? Interesting. So you're looking for... Like, because we know he has, he has traps already, right? Like, have I visited his house before? Uh, no, you probably definitely wouldn't have visited his house. But if you want to give me a... You have Academia lore, right? Mm-hmm. So if you want to give me an Academia lore roll, uh, uh, make it a, you know, a, a secret roll, then we'll see maybe what you know about Gattleby. It'll be interesting for me to... Everything I know about Gattleby that, that you would know about Gattleby, but specifically also stuff that'll help you on this mission. That's an interesting subset. Question mark. We got to make sure we get Gattleby in his DeLorean before we go anywhere. <laughs> 88 miles per hour. Uh, I think the, the main thing that you would know about Gattleby, or, the, or I guess that might help a little bit, is it's a combination of him being absolutely able to laser focus on to something that interests him to the detriment that he will be in the middle of a conversation with someone. And if he has that like great idea, he will stop something mid sentence and walk away from them to go do that thing. Um, so it, it's so it, when he puts his focus or attention on something, it's like the rest of the world completely melts away. Um, and secondly, he, he's not old per se, but he, sh he's a little forgetful sometimes. So I think for sure he, he's the kind of person that you would, you know, set an appointment with him for his office hours. And then when you showed up, he wasn't there. Uh, and when you confront him about it, he kind of would be like, oh, I just, you know, forgot, probably got heads down another project or something, but combination of laser focused and forgetful is probably how you would see Gattleby. Genius though. Unparalleled genius, especially in the realm of explosives. And he's his specialty has been and always around the idea of um making Basically, the way he always described it is uh, is improving the barbaric black powder. The cornerstone of our civilization is uncouth. We need something better. So, so would his forgetfulness be an issue when it comes to us picking him up? I mean, it's possible. You know, if, if he has something more important that he thinks more important, right? Then he might forget or not care. 
that he's made promises. All right. So I also remembered something about Vashon. He <laughs> he's a he's a, a genius, right? He's a complete genius, but his genius actually could be detrimental if he just forgets that he's he has to be picked up altogether in the next like day or two. Just as a precaution and as a safety, I think it would be best if we send like a little reminder, or Phoebe, or Phoebe sends a little reminder that he's going to be picked up. A very smart individual who hyper focuses on their tasks to the detriment of other things. Wow, where, where have I heard that before? I know it's insane. We're all just looking right at just Anita. staring at Anita. <laughs> Do I have something on my shirt? Um, just the tendency to hyperfixate on things and then forget to sleep, or that you're going to have an escort throughout a dangerous part of this. I'm sorry, I'm being facetious. You're right. Uh, With the people that I saw watching Gatleby's place, I'm not sure if risking another message, Tim, would be wise. It might tip our hand. You know, actually, uh, I mean, he's smart enough to not go out if he knows that really powerful people is going after him, right? He's not that daft. I found that there's a difference between book smarts and street smarts. Yeah. I, I can't deny you on that one. But there's also a thing called, you know, being alive. So I'm sure that his survival instincts are kicking in. If he knows that he's being hunted as a prey. He might plant a bunch of poisonous plants outside his home and barricade himself inside. Yeah, that's probably it. I mean, he might have... Pl I think he planted those quite a bit before all this anyway, so... Something tells me that I'm I'm seeing a pattern. Yeah, he, he's gonna be there. I hope he's gonna be there. Anyway, all of this conjecture is just conjecture. It's not gonna get anything done. We should head that direction and see who we can't scare up. Yes, I still have to finish the uh, lightning bottle about all the bottled lightning that I'm doing, so... How long do you need? One more day. I see. Well, boys, shall we then? Let's go. Indeed. Uh, Hal, you might want to, uh, I don't know, maybe change that, uh... Is that... Bur what is that exactly that you wear over you? Burlap bag. It's a blanket. What do you mean a burlap bag? Bur a burlap bag is like tan colored. It's like the color of that bar over there. This is certainly not burlap. Mm. He is objectively correct, though. <laughs> not about the burlap part, about the hide yourself part. How will stand up and flip the blanket the other way and put it on and it's a little cleaner. Maybe oh, I got a great idea. Why don't we shave the mustache? That seems like a party foul. I I can't help but notice you. When you talk to Syl, it seems to be much more uh, canine in origin. I'm far from judging anyone, but there isn't 
You haven't neglected to tell us anything, have you, about your background? You mean KL, right? Not K9, but KL. No, no, yeah. no, not that deep. I withdraw KL. one silver piece and, like, push it over. If you touch that, is there an allergic reaction? I don't, I haven't seen you around the full moon. I. No, I mean, nothing wrong with me. I, Fair. I don't like, I, I just see good at night and everything looks more beautiful. During the day, it's just washed out as the dust blows across it. Just it, for whatever reason, doesn't have that same effect in the evening. So mm. I see much better at night and can pretty much disappear. And, you know, I grew up in places where you had to hide in the middle of the night against other creatures that can see you in the night and were three to four times your size. I see. Never mind. Forget I made an assumption then. Maybe just wear your hat a little lower. I mean, we could borrow Phoebe's hats for a gold for a day. I mean, Oh, yes, the hat it, of existential you know, crisis. We just, we just can't have uh, uh, Anita wearing one of those since her uh, uncle doesn't remember things very well. If you want to rent the hats from Phoebe, then she will gladly rent them to you. Hal will go and rent a hat from Phoebe. I need one of your hats for today. Okay. She has to go back into her, like, sort of stage production room where she's got all of her props, like, carefully labeled the perfect place for each shelf. And uh, she brings the hat and she says, five gold deposit, four back when you bring it back. All right, here you go. Lights you ahead. All right, I'm ready to go. Right, I can't turn this on right now, and it may or may not work. Uh, remember last time? So when you're ready to go, I'll swap out my nice hat here for this new hat. So you let me know. The more I read in the APs and the more I saw how they've set up this world, the more I realized that, like, if magical items had a chance to fail, this whole city would collapse and die and explode in a fiery pit of, like, chaos. So I think there has to be a distinction, like, between items that you that have, like, magic already infused in them and spell casting it's the only way this world makes any sense uh, the distinction being that most of as as the guy who just did a video about this uh, most of the like permanent magically things or the clockwork things or what have you are made in i'm brain farting bougie part of town where magic things works and I then yeah said. there and then from there there's not a like it doesn't get fucky right. when it goes on but like activating things is the probably where it gets a little weird right so and the lore is a little nebulous. So I, I don't think I'm going to probably have you roll every time you use a magical item that is that is magical, because otherwise, otherwise it would be too much chaos, I think. <laughs> so I think we'll just retcon that the hats will work when you need them to. <laughs> it won't make you emo hell. Maybe I just uh, didn't say the right words. I didn't know the magic emo. word on it. So Yeah. We'll see what um, happens. As a group preparation you guys are at seven preparation points um on an individual tally we have two for refi two for hal two for saruk and one for anita which was uh i, I graciously allowed her to gather information at the party even though she's technically cr 
crafting this whole downtime. So as we do this route, right, we're, we're doing it, you know, thematically, we're doing it during the day to see if there's anything different or unique that you guys come up with. So there is the idea I mean, you can justify any skill to me that you want. But I will say that sort of as written, the default ones that they recommend are athletics, perception, society and survival. But I will allow you to justify any other of the skills that you can frame it in a way that is interesting. Could I try something? Then you can always try something. I can't remember if this is an actual skill or not to uh, sow a rumor, but I'd like to lie to people as we're, as we're, uh, yeah. Tell your son that he failed his stealth check there. <laughs> oh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you rolled a natural one stealth check, Charles. The entire world saw you. Danger, don't be there. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, while we're going along the route, I would like to start sowing the rumor to people that the punks have been known to make this route late, lately. And this this specific route that we're going to take is their target that they're going to sow chaos tomorrow that so that people should try to avoid the area. For sure. I think you could go ahead and make a, um, a deception check for this, and that might be able to get you a bit of help preparation in this I'm using a hero point well that's your second natural one of the night in two rolls I believe so yeah mm-hmm. we, maybe not quite two rolls but I think uh, maybe it no, is definitely two rolls two rolls, two, rolls two natural ones use that hero point let me change my dice again real quick re-roll with a hero point let's see if the hero point is gonna go your way this time okay 25. that's Natural one into a 25 is pretty dang good. Uh, 25 is going to end up being a critical success on this check. We'll get to that in a second. Let's see what, what Hal and, and Saruk do for their preparation times. It's me. I'm Saruk. Just okay. again, I'm, I'm trying to find people and either talk to them or like not to exclude people from the battle maps, but I would like to slowly piece out all of the bad things that I can one by one before we're actually down to doing things. So that's kind of the goal here, if we can find them and then come back, grab Anita, and then go zone in. Right. Um, 24 is a success. You're going to earn a preparation point, so I'm going to mark that before I forget. But um, the one thing for sure here is that as you're asking people and talking, you do hear people that say that they have seen some of the punks in a powder kid gang recently. Um, and specifically they've been spotted in and around the, let's just say they've been in the bottleneck bridge area of Alconster. Okay. See, I'm not even lying. I'm a prophet. <laughs> <laughs> the prophet Refi spoke and he said. But yeah, are you just hearing what Refi's been spreading as a rumor? Like you go talk to the person right after Refi does like, maybe, maybe not. But Don't you gaslight me, GM. It's most of your job, <laughs> but don't you gaslight me, GM. Uh, there is, um, you know, so in total that brings us to, that's the 10. So you guys have earned two more tiers of information. Every time you get two preparation points, you earn a little bit 
more information. And you guys are very specifically focused on the powder keg punks. And as you learn a little bit of information about the bottleneck bridge, uh, one person kind of like tells you this interesting thing that they found because everyone knows that the powder keg punks like literally snort black powder for fun. Like they take bumps of black powder before they do anything crazy. And so they're kind of very strange in that way. So we've talked about a lot of things you shouldn't do on the channel. <laughs> on IRL. Right? I feel like we've circled to another. Don't do that at home, kids. No. Yeah. Uh, the bottleneck bridge is kind of set up to be, um, it is this sort of cool bridge. During the day, since you're here, it's bustling with marketplace activity. There are stalls kind of right before and right at the end of the bridge that have people that are selling fruits, decorations for parties. Like It's like going to a farmer's market, right? And so as you are coming through there, you notice one of the, the stalls is actually abandoned which is a little odd. And um, when you look closer with your sort of keen one-track mind, you do find that there are cigars, like half, like fully much, just fully smoking cigars with just the little end pieces left. And the cigar itself is covered in gunpowder. And given what you've heard about the powder keg punks, it makes it seem that maybe they've been scouting this location out themselves. And as you get the 10 points, right? You realize that there are multiple shops here. A lot of them have like red tags and they've been shut down by shield marshals for building code violations. It occurs to you, I guess, maybe Saruk, listening to Anita earlier and you were like asking about shield marshals shutting things down for health code violations and stuff like, what did that have to do with this? And you realize now that maybe you could use them to your advantage if you could get the shield marshals attentions here and make sure that they were patrolling and, and making sure that nobody was using these stalls. Anyone who might potentially set up an ambush from one of the stalls would get run out of town by the shield marshals. So then alternatively, we have to deal with the cops? That seems worse. Right. If they're full of black powder, why don't we just burn them down? I'm... We can't just go burning buildings down. No. Why not? Because theoretically, the people are going to come back to them and want their businesses. That's not how you... Well, we can talk about rhetoric later. The short answer is no. The longer answer might be somebody goes in there and sees if, you know, anyone's left any explosives or any convenient nests, if you know what I mean. All right, well, just a suggestion. Mm -hmm. Guess if we get shot at or blow something up, guess we're getting shot at. Again, if we can track them down preemptively, then a problem it not is. How you still have a, a role for this sort of downtime activity, information gathering. Um, how are you helping out with your scouting? Well, I think since I already did athletics and I already did perception... I'm going to use survival to, I wouldn't say scout out a new way, but you tell me what I would be doing with survival, DM, GM, PM, Steve. 
I think I think uh, survival is definitely picking out the sort of uh, al- best alternative routes. You know, there's the main route that is obvious to follow, but you're looking for shortcuts for back alleys, anything that can kind of give you any advantage and mostly piecing together options for your sort of upcoming way. So if, if a curveball comes your way, you'll know the best alternate route to take. And I think survival really plays into that. All right. So let's make a survival check. Ten's going to be a failure. Do you want um, to I think I'll use the hero point. All right, let's use hero points. Uh, seven is not much better for a total of 12. Uh, you, you do what you're looking for, but you don't find anything useful and you end up not earning any prep points for this sort of like part of the day of, of activity. All right. This sort of walking the routes, uh, doing that, uh, takes us through like half of the day of, of time. Uh, you can go by the East of All Brewery. I mean, the path takes you right to it. Just like Reficule said, you know, it is sort of a abandoned warehouse that looks locked up and sh- all the windows are shuttered. It's kind of off the main beaten path a little bit. Well, what do you two think? To be entirely clear, no one owns this building. It's just abandoned, right? Yes, it's it's technically it's owned by uh, the bank and the bank is going to be auctioning it in about a month. Gotcha. And we are very far off the beaten track. Not a lot of people watching us. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty, pretty mellow and, and abandoned over here. So if Gattleby needs something here, why don't we just go in and see what we can't find? I I get the sneaking suspicion that anything in an abandoned brewery that's something he wants will stand out. Maybe Anita knows more. I don't know. Maybe... Maybe there's a few casts of ale still in there. You and Annie are the brains of this operation, so... Tell me where to shoot, and I'll shoot it. If I'm designated the brains, I say we go pick up Anita and Wybert, come back here, get in the door, see what we don't find. Might have a hard time getting her out of that workshop. She's... she's Imagine she was trying to bottle something. Shall we do it just the three of us then? Couldn't hurt to take a peek, could it? Indeed. What time of day is it, GM? It's not quite high noon, but it's a few hours past Mm. high noon. (laughs) It's like late noon. Late Late noon. noon. (laughs) (laughs) Um... You see, like, this is a whole sort of, like, industrial district. You're standing out in front of this dilapidated industrial building. There's, like, the the wooden sign is, like, dangling just barely one bolt holding it together. It's very clearly the place he's mentioned, East of All Brewery. But from out here, it it doesn't seem like there's probably much. Basically, you're going to have to get inside to see what's going on if you want to figure it out. You still got your keys, Revy? Of course. And I twirl one of the parts of the thieves' tools in my fingers. Maybe we uh, see if there's a back entrance, a bit away from the street and prying eyes. Indeed. 
So you take a minute and like look and see if there's maybe more of a side entrance or something like that. You actually, as you kind of go around the corner and look, you do find what appears to be a side entrance, almost like a loading dock, um, a, a much bigger door that uh, looks like it could sort of um, open inward, probably where they would get deliveries and things like that. Definitely looks like it's got a, um, a pretty solid lock on it, but it's definitely potentially an alternative entrance in the front door. Do I see any signs of tracks or anything leading out, in and out of this side entrance? Give me a perception check. I think likewise, picking up what Ruffy's putting down. Yeah, if you guys want to scout around, see what you can find. That's just a 12. Okay. At least it wasn't a natural one. <laughs> well, I tried to roll. And then it was like, internet, eat shit, Tommy. Yeah, your internet started cutting out. I saw your camera. There we go. Yeah, mm, yes, good at Pathfinder. As Reficule is looking around for any sort of signs, you don't pick up on anything. Uh, Saruk picks up on the smallest sort of detail. A very, very slight uh, splintering on some of the wood here outside the loading dock that looks as if maybe almost like spurs, like hitting the, the wood and just doing the slightest cut. Someone has stepped through these wooden platform, the sidewalk leading up to these loading entrance doors. And you're pretty sure they've done it recently, like in the past few, like in the past day, maybe even the past 12 hours. So someone's definitely been in here recently pointing down to where they are. Huh. Didn't see those at first. Got some eyes on you there, Tusks. One does what one can. I, thinking about that, I'm going to lean over to the door and just see if it's open. Okay. Just turn the handle push. The handle does, like, kind of turn, but you can see, like, there is very clearly almost like a, um, a slide bar lock on the other side. It is locked, but it doesn't seem like it'd be too hard to get it open. And they were smart enough to lock the door. I think you're up, Ravi. Can I be scouting around while these guys are working on the door and keeping a lookout, make sure no nefarious beings are, besides us, walking around this place? For sure. Yeah, so you are scouting as your sort of exploration activity and keeping an eye out. Yes, sir. For sure. Ruffy, if you got the uh, the lockpicking skills, we can put them to the test. With that in mind. For Ruffy's thievery. I'm not entirely sure this... Are you going to switch one of your leads to, like, the warehouse for something in the warehouse, maybe? I guess this was, like, if one of them is the Gattleby investigation, I guess I assume this was part of it. If no, yes, it kind no. of is. Yeah, you know what? It, it falls. You're doing this because you're going to be like, Gabby wants to come here. I, I dig it. So that's a plus one circumstance? Oh, it is. These these locks are not too crazy. It's a DC 15 uh, thievery check. All right. That's a 20. So you, you get the tools out and you start working on it. And technically this takes like multiple checks, but we're not in sort of combat mode. This is sort of exploration mode. So you work at it for a little bit. And without too much ease, you go click, click, click. You get the thing unlocked. Um, the sort of like slide bar between the two slides out and the handle twists and turns and you can absolutely open the door. I'll 
slowly, very slowly open it, making sure there's no, like, trip wires or anything. As that happens, whatever the action economy of Go-Go Power Rangers is, I do that. <laughs> okay, you want to, like, so, yeah, so, so we see, like, the three action interact, and you, like, you, like, you gotta give us your, uh, like, what does it look like? Do you, like, call, like, Jaguar, and, like, put your hand out, and... Jaguar! Anime music plays. God, my guitar is not far from me, and I know how to play the Power Rangers. <laughs> Just start tapping. Oh, yeah. God, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. There's a... I have my copy of a really old one book where Kazutal's first printing was, and I was going to grab a, one of the aphorisms. I think hand goes to medallion, squeezes it in orcish. Grace and might squeeze a little harder and then it like unfolds out as if it were some big origami thing and then in the span of six seconds I'm now wearing full plate so I'm, I'm opening the door alright Tuss we go what the <laughs> Ruffy has never seen this or knows nothing about this so <laughs> oh right I uh full on plate mail jaguar head a surrounding like Saruk's face like from within it's it's a sight don't worry about it but uh don't threaten people in my presence again I'm bound to not tolerate it anymore let's say that but we can worry about that after and then on reflex out comes the mace in its ranged mode that's a lot to process we'll deal with that later we will we will for sure, and you, um, you actually do, uh, Ruffy. You then try to give the door a push. Um, as you push the door, it moves like an inch and then stops. Even though it's unlocked, it's not budging. Do I see any like trip wires or anything holding it? Um, give me a secret perception check. I got question marks. Question marks. It is. Uh, you don't see any sort of trip wires or anything. Um, and just kind of peering through and beyond, you can just make out that somebody has stacked piles and piles of, like, crates against this door to hold it shut. Hmm. Seems like someone either didn't think this door was being used, but given your observations before, Tusks, that someone used it recently, I think someone made sure that this door wouldn't be used in the future. I see. Either that, or they're still in there right now. Jesus, didn't even see. You two gotta stop scaring me like that. Oh, Clearly sorry. you need more coffee by daylight. Well, we are three looks everyone over. Well-muscled individuals, shall we push it down? Do you think they're still in there? I think they've heard us at this point, regardless, so... Our hand has been tipped. Hmm. No other way in. We can see someplace. Like go around. Did I see anything when I was looking around? There's the main door. There's definitely like the main door to the front of this place that is still available. You guys just kind of went and looked for something more off the beaten path and found this side entrance yeah. for the loading duck. Otherwise, besides this entrance and the front door, uh, there doesn't appear to be anything from down here. If you wanted to go up on the roof and see, there might be ways in through the roof. I mean, if you want to clamber up there. No, I do not. It's too uh, early in the day for climbing around. Fair. 
So on three then? Doesn't that uh, nice shiny armor give you anything, any boost to you, to you uh, pushing stuff around? I wish. The momentum and the weight, it's, it's complicated. One. All right, here, let me go in first so I can see. Zerg puts his shield to the door and leans. Let's all quickly fumble our athletics checks and fall on our fucking This is going to be an athletics check, so uh, we can have, like, one person doing the main athletics check, and if somebody wants to aid and make a, a check to give a possible circumstance bonus, uh, you can aid this check. So who's who's aiding? Who's taking the main role? Refi on three definitely does not push. and just let's of course you don't. Do the work. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose I'll probably I aid. Push hard. Okay, so Saruk, you to make, make up for not pushing. Perfect. <laughs> Saruk, why don't you make an athletics check as an aid? It's like one of those things. One, two. Oh, my shoes untied. <laughs> you nerd. Uh, okay. Well, Just turns doesn't push at all. Reficule, what are you doing? <laughs> Nine is going to actually be a critical fail in this case, and that ends up meaning you take a minus one uh, check on your roll, Hal. So, Hal, take a minus one circumstance penalty. So we're still getting used to his new armor. Yeah. <laughs> no, Ruffy, you're supposed to push. And then he's Ruffy, not it's pushing. not a pull door. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Had it the whole time. Yeah, even with the penalty, it doesn't matter how. Digs in. There's almost like the minute where there's like that deep sort of guttural growl that comes from within. And you lean in and push. You push into like a stack of crates. And the door opens enough that it doesn't open fully and all the way, but with this roll, you've managed to create enough space for either a small creature to walk through it or a medium creature to like squeeze into the space. And it's made quite a bit of noise. And you actually hear like a voice from within and goes, what's going on over there? Positions, everyone, defensive positions. Well, I think we found our punks. The door's open. You hear this voice coming out of it. What do you guys do? I mean, it feels like we're about to be super fucking shot at, so I'm going to raise my shield and go. Okay, yeah. Are we doing this now, or maybe we... uh... I mean, what do you want to do? Say we're selling Girl Scout cookies? What's a Girl Scout cookie? A cookie made by... Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to shield check the door. So, Saruk, shield up. You kind of... You have to squeeze in, right? So you're, like, literally squeezing into the space. You're already huge, and this is already a a squeeze even for a normal medium creature. So with you and your plate mail, you're, like, this shining beacon of, like, good... Shining beacon of metal scraping on wood. (laughs) Yeah, right? And the thing, I think you push, and it actually gives a little more. There are dusty crates, empty barrels, and there looks to be about four tents that have been propped up and sit into this location. And it almost looks like you've, you're now stumbling into somebody's like campsite. Okay. So I stumble in with one, is like a squeeze, a raise shield, one action, second action, like squeeze into the door. Um, and you can see there's a, there's like a man and he's dressed in fairly nice. Like you, you had not used to seeing, clothes this nice in this part of town he looks like maybe he stumbled from skyside or something he's dressed in super nice clothes goggles on his head and he's standing in the middle of the room and he's just barking orders 
and you can see that around the tents, around some of these crates, there's probably about four or five people that all have their weapons and like getting it ready and like aiming it like towards you. And none of them happen to be goblins covered in platinum, do they? Everyone you see here is a either it's like a human or a dwarf, about a half mix, have about three dwarfs and three humans. So then I guess stumbling in, looking around, confused. We don't want to fight. I. You don't want to fight. You just broke into our house. We didn't realize anyone was living here. I thought this was condemned. I'm, I'm sorry. I puts down weapon. I don't want to fight. What in bloody hell is you doing, Tusk? Just hang on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. So, do I just be immediately honest? Let me, can I? Oh, God, I need more information, but I don't know what to roll. Uh, Does anybody in the space have, like, any kind of signifier or something somewhere on them? Like, ah, you are this member of this gang, or this important person around town, or one, two, three, four, or are they just a bunch of people squatting? Most of the people are kind of behind cover and not out in the open. The only one you see is this human man dressed in very nice, very expensive clothing with no real signifiers or anything. He's holding a sickle in his hand, like at, like up at you. You can see he's visibly like shaking as he does so. Um, but some of the people around that are, have cover with their like sort of rifles pointed your way they are much more calm in this moment but he is like doing one of these like shakes right at you Mm -hmm. so i think just trying to de-escalate the situation we're here for a friend we were acting under the notion that this building was abandoned and no one was living here we needed to pick something up for them it's very important and we are not trying to pick a fight from the back you hear i can't shoot at anyone with you blocking the bloody door tusks how many of you got back there don't worry about it. And then switching to... Oh, God, I'm so used to using different languages for characters in the party. Refi, don't talk anymore. Don't worry about how many people are there. We don't mean you any harm. There was a... Look, we're here. We're looking for something for Vash and Gattleby. As you're making this talk back and forth with him, uh, go ahead... And I'm going to have you do a sort of make an impression roll. So there's going to be a diplomacy roll for Saruk to see if you can settle these people, right? Because right now they're on verge of... Shooting me in the face. Yes. And you're trying to talk them down. I have a thing. I am 1000% brain farting how that thing works, but I think it works here. Uh, 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 Saruk was just gifted a hero point from chat. Thank you, chat. Who in chat? Thank you, Walt Heisenberg. Heisenberg. Mm. Mm, Good. (laughs) I'm gonna fucking need it. Oh, Lord. I I forgot how pointed question works. I was like, hmm, right, that's my whole ass methodology, what I'm doing right now. But it doesn't help here. Don't you have something that, like, it's like calm everyone down or something? Isn't that a feat you have? I mean... Or, uh, is that a thing? Emotions? Is, it's, is that a thing? It, it's a thing that reduces the frightened... It's, well, hang on. Oh, it reduces the frightened this. I, I don't no know if you would allow it to work in this moment. I, I would th- love to. <laughs> I think... Uh, he seemed frightened. <laughs> I mean, he is frightened. I think, you know, this is... We can wrap this up. It's, it's sort of this thing you have, as well as this make an impression rule. It's still a diplomacy check against their their will only. You're, 
if this is successful, you're going to basically steady them even more because you caused alarm and now you're trying to convince them you're not cause for alarm. For sure. For sure. He seems frightened. God damn it, Richard. He sure does. Okay. <laughs> he does seem frightened. That's objectively correct. Honky donkey. Mary Chrysler. Mary Hero Point. Look, Richard wants to help you. Ruffy definitely was not helping, but Richard wants to help you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Ruffy never helps. Oh, no, we're gonna die. Do you have so, another one? I, I don't think I can just spam here. Oh, it's one guys. hero point for a roll, yeah. Um, so your no cause for alarm doesn't succeed. You're not able to sort of advance their, like, their impression of you. So his counter offer is basically... How about you back out, you go outside, and we can have a, a safe conversation with safe distance between the both of us. Sure, sure, sure. I pick up my mace, back up, probably into Refi. Yeah. Watch the... What? What? what uh, bloody hell. I know. All right, men. This is our chance. Keep your weapons locked. If they try anything, blast them. In that little crack of door that you've created... His head like pops out and you see like part of his face and his eye looking at you and then immediately like ducks back, waits to see if you like pull the trigger or anything. Like No one's going to hurt you. We didn't think anyone was here. What are you? What are you doing here anyway? Again, we're here on behalf of a friend. Vashin Gattleby. He said there was something here that he needed. I don't know. Maybe it's better to ask your name. My name is. Kasali, have you heard of me? Have I heard of him? Uh, have we heard of him? <laughs> have a, I heard of him? <laughs> make a... This would be... Underworld lore question mark? No, this is an Falcon underworld Star lore, lore question actually. mark. Falcon Star lore, possibly. Uh, otherwise, probably a society. Hey, I'm real What's good at name? those. Kasali? Kasali, yeah. Graffy... Has not heard of him. <laughs> I'm not going to bother rolling. <laughs> so, an eight for... I don't know who that is. Ah, 19 for Refi. Even, I'll, I'll say this, even with a 23, nobody in this group has even heard of this guy. He is a nobody. He's, he's like a no-name person. So, no, nobody's heard of this this dude. I see, and Kasali, I'm making the presumption that this is your home, and I've barged in. Who's everyone else? Strike one, good sir. This is not our home. We do not live here, but we are currently making camp here. Okay. Does he have any kind of accent? And we hear it. <laughs> uh, I definitely, the accent I'm picturing in my head, I definitely can't do. Um, but you know what? Maybe you can place his accent. Accent lore. Yeah, this is this is this would be a society check to place the accent. You can give me a recall knowledge society. Well, um, I'm wondering if instead of that, can I just in Kaleshi say, "Who are you?" Kaleshi. Kaleshi. In Kalish. In Kalish, yeah. How do Kalesh. you know? Huh. Wasn't expecting that. Um. What? What you say? And I repeat, who are you in Kellish? Speak whatever that language is. He, like, looks out. 
Maybe you know me by my adventuring name. Go on. You might know me as the gentleman adventurer. Can I shoot him now? No, not yet. I out of character really want you to. This, it would be a bad idea. <laughs> I represent okay. the adventuring party known as the Iron Hunters. And I'm guessing you've come to Alkenstar for... We've come to make this place better. To cleanse the streets from anything dangerous. We are monster hunters extraordinaire. Mm, you know, sus. <laughs> I would like to perception this. Yeah, make a perception check to see if you can sense this up. I am sensing motive, so this feels very secret. I have many question marks. That's just a perception check, right? Yeah, it's just a perception check for sense motive. Look, we all rolled the same thing. Wow, we all rolled question <laughs> marks. Rolled oh, question marks. Um, I think what you guys get off of him is not that you believe him, but that he believes what he's saying is true. I see. Well, good. Then we have common cause. I'm also not from here, and I would like to see this place uh, be something it isn't currently. Again, there's a friend of ours. There's something here we need to pick up for them. We won't harm you. I apologize again for kicking down the door of the place that you're staying. In and out of your hair, ten minutes. I mean... If there's something valuable here, I guess it. we have squatters' rights, right? Right, man? That's right, boss! Mm. I mean, in, in a matter of speaking, but it's not here. Between you and me, I lean in. Gattleby is a little... Uh, how do we say it in Alcansar? Not not all of the cylinders are turning. You know what I mean? It's, it's probably nothing of value to you. It's probably just some memento or rolls eyes. So let me get this straight. You want to come into our camp and our house where you just broke in and held a weapon up threatening us. And then you want us to let you into our house so that you can then look for a secret valuable treasure that is somewhere in this warehouse. And then you're just going to leave. Again, probably not something valuable unless you're missing a couple of axe beaks, you know what I mean? And on the threatening bit, how long have you been in Alkenstar? Well, like, the region or the city? There's only one. I I don't mean the mana wastes, I mean the city of Alkenstar. The city of Alkenstar. Well, in that case... Two days. Okay, I've been here for a few months, and I'm from the other side of the continent. There's a big learning curve. There's a lot of gang violence in this city. I assumed that if there was anyone in here, they would want to kill us. You don't. I mean, he's still indifferent to you. I'll give you one more diplomacy check here. Okie dokie. Okay. Ra. Mm, do I want to hear a part that? Uh, yeah, fuck it. Why not? Fortune right. favors the me. All right. They'll probably be higher than mother. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe I'm about to do a murder. <laughs> uh, tell you what. 
we're not going to let you in. But come back in a few days. We'll probably be gone. Then it doesn't have to come to violence. As it doesn't gentleman. have to come to violence either way as a <laughs> gentleman. You don't have rights to this building. You can't keep us out. Neither do you. Right. Maybe I... Uh, wait, I just got it. You're threatening me. No, I'm not. I. There's going to be violence? There's not going to be violence. Stop talking, Outlander. You don't know what the police force is like here. If they show up, it's a bloodbath. We're all fucked. It is in your best interest to let us in peacefully. I don't want to hurt you. I won't hurt you. They will. Nah. The door closes. Do I have time to, like, get foot in the door or anything like that? Uh, potentially. Give me a reflex save. DC. Don't tell me the DC. I'll metagame. <laughs> DC something reflex save. DC a thing. 17. Okay. He goes to close the door. You get your, like, heavily armored foot in the door. The door is, like, trying to close, uh, but he does not get it, like, fully closed or anything. You're able to stop him from closing it. This is the last time I'm going to ask nicely. We won't kill you, but we have to do this. You are new here. You can't fathom the why of it. I lean over to Hal. What are we looking for inside this warehouse? I don't know. Something. Something. Like, he said come back a few days. We could have just come back tomorrow. Like, one to four is a few, I guess. So tomorrow. <laughs> I thought I thought we just wanted to get a look inside. Yeah, we did want to get a look inside. I, I don't think he likes to uh, be told no, but that's just me. I, I, I'm liking Toss a little bit more right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think we are. We are going to roll. Um, we are going to go ahead and roll uh, initiative on this. Oh, good. Does my exploration activity still apply? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone gets a what? What is it? A plus two because of plus your... Plus two for scout dedication. You might be able to... Scout's warning. I think it is, yeah. You might be able to bonus. put that in chat, like the feature, and it might have an effect they can drag on their token, but I'm not... I, uh, I already get a plus two for ten paces. Okay. I'll take it. Why, but I feel a disturbance in the force. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 12 for Refi, which tracks, because he's a bit confused what we're doing, but he's not going to back down from shooting someone. Of course you're not, you sociopath. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm not the one leading this. <laughs> <laughs> Look, a convenient scapegoat. It's me, I'm the scapegoat. <laughs> Uh, up first, the commoners who um, all as they're like around the room, none of them are able to uh, see or have like a, a sort of like line on you. So they're all holding their turns. Um, OK, so Saruk, you get to go first. Uh, Kasali is trying to close the door on you, but is unable to. So I'm going to interact to open the door, question mark. I don't know if I need to roll something or... Um, 
I think you can interact to open the door and open it. It's still a small enough space that it still requires like squeezing through. And then he's there, right? He's right in the door, right on the other side of it. Fair. Instead of doing that, can I like try to push the door open farther so there's a better line for folks? You want to try to open it even more than you yeah. were able to before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we can you can do like a full athletics check with this interact action to try to see if you can open it even more. Okay. Can I burn through three hero points and three dice rolls? Please believe, Internet. Mm, yeah, fuck it. I need something to succeed tonight. 17 is not enough to open it more than it already was. <laughs> Fucking maybe. Can I try again? If so, is there like a penalty on it? No, you can spend another interact action trying it again. Just gonna hit this door gonna, so many uh, times. Like, like trying to like take it out, right? Like open it. Uh, an eight, that's a critical failure. Uh, you try a second time, ram, ram, ram. Uh, there's a huge, there's a lot of weight behind this. Apparently. So then third action, I suppose, will be just the, the raising of the shield. I I don't know what the fuck got into that. Whatever Gattleby wants, we're going to have to deal with these people sooner or later. Refi, try not to kill anyone unless you absolutely have to. But we don't even know what Gattleby has here. What are we looking He's for? He's an eccentric old man. It'll stand out. All right. Reficule. All right. I will, uh interact to draw my pistol as a free action. Okay. I will use 10 paces to uh, do I would I see him from where I'm at? Yeah, the door is open like enough that you can squeeze through um, and he's like on the other side trying to close it. Alright, I'll shoot him. Alright, any sort of like restraint or are you just going for it? Uh... If I can with a pistol. Yeah, it just takes a minus two circumstance penalty to the attack roll. I'll look at Tuss. I'll draw my pistol and aim for his head for a moment and look over at Tuss and it's going to be more difficult than I thought. And I'll make it. I'll aim lower towards his kneecap. Okay, cool. Yeah, go ahead and make that attack roll. I out of character know the flag he's wearing, but I can't fucking place it. God damn it. That's a 23. 23 is a critical hit. Go ahead and roll critical hit damage. That's 22 points of damage. (laughs) So you blow out his knee with your blast. He screams and falls back, writhing in pain before he passes out on the floor and just begins like bleeding. He's not dying because you just knocked him unconscious. Holy shit. Um, I out of character use my reaction to high five Richard. (laughs) (laughs) I'll look over to Tuss and say, I didn't kill him. Hey, man. Good shot. And then uh, do I see anyone past his now body on the floor? Is there anyone I can see within 30 feet? There is one person that is like wide eyed. They're kind of using the tent as cover and they're they're in your line of sight. Yeah. All right, I'm going to use Reconter's Reload Uh and say, do you like your kneecap, friend? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to make an intimidation check. Go ahead and make that intimidation check. 16. Okay. 
is successful. He's frightened one. And then uh, I'll hold an aid action for well, the next Here's the thing. Attack. At the end of your turn, after you blow their leader's kneecap out and he's like writhing on the pain, on the floor in pain, going unconscious, and you've basically threatened this guy's kneecap, instantly you just hear like the clattering as every single one of the people in the room throws their guns down, like clatter. All the weapons clatter on the inside. And you just hear like, oh, fuck it. It's not worth it. I look over to Tuss, so we don't shoot the rest of them now. Not unless they shoot us first. I can't believe your way was more efficient. I... <laughs> Yours could have worked. You just could not hit the diplomacy roll. I fucking could not. How? Uh, you do have a turn in initiative if you want to do something. He can't even get to the door, so we'd probably walk up and say, all right, if y'all don't throw down your weapons, I'm going to rip this door off, and uh, we're coming in. They, they already threw down their weapons out, but could work. Yeah, they threw it down because they knew I was coming. Mm. With that, you've diffused the situation and you have managed to uh, make your way into the uh, the sort of loading dock area. As you do, you do see that, like, you get a, a clearer view, right? This group, the Iron Hunters, led by this Kasali, has, uh, they've been making this place home for not long, but maybe like the last day or so. You step in. And you can see there's already like a lot of infighting and the tensions amongst the group is already really high. And you get the sense that they were probably already infighting before you blew their leader's kneecap out and defeated him in one blow. They all are like just avoiding eye contact with you guys. Some of them, about half of them start packing up their tents and are ready to like hit the road. So I think first things first, stepping in... Man, I really want to hit a no cause for alarm, but the way I'm diplomacy yee-ying tonight, I think, right. you know, I'm not going to fucking try it. It's just your roles <laughs> in general, not even just right? diplomacy. You got I thought I was good though. at Pathfinder. <laughs> Someone told me once I was good at this game. I took it to my... I think I'm going to try it, step in, and just look to everyone. I'm sorry that had to happen. Literally, we just... And then just keep moving forward. As I come in here, glancing around, does does anything... I'm hoping I can... What's the word? Gattleby seems like the type of person like, hmm, yes, here's a, a very alchemical-y thing that shouldn't be in an abandoned brewery. That's probably his shit that I can like quickly Maybe glance and find. Look first. Mm. For sure. Uh, yeah, you just want to start... You're basically just going to look for whatever you think might be what Gattleby is looking for, right? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, if you guys want to toss this room, feel free to give me a perception check as we spend some of this time exploring. I'm uh, just going to go around whistling and uh, picking up the rifles. As you do. Okay. I'll turn to the, the four of them. It's just the five of you, right? There's no one coming through that other door? Um, they look at each other and they're saying, well, Bolsa's not here. They're probably hiding here in gunshots. Or maybe they'll be coming through that door in a second. I'm not sure. But there's one more. No good. Hopefully she's just as open to discussion as the rest of you. Where are you all from? Well, we've been cutting our teeth in the Manoace and the old Ironside up until recently. Kasali here is the worst adventurer I've ever served under. 
But he pays the bills, so... We have to do what he says. Did he take you out on the mana wastes and you made it back? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we uh, we hunt, like, deadly monsters out in the mana waste, like uh, prairie drakes Ooh. and... Uh, Got any of them tails? <laughs> uh, they're like, okay, well, so far we've only fought a prairie drake, but still, it was pretty impressive. Mm, poor Kasali. Guess he'll just have to call himself the gentleman now. He used to be an adventurer, but he took a bullet to the knee. God damn it, Rafi, why are you like this? <laughs> um, you spend some time like searching, getting a 20 on the perception. Uh, the only thing valuable you find, like everything that's in these crates, it's it's they've been picked clean a long time ago and they're all mostly empty. Definitely nothing of value, like spoiled food, maybe. Um, you do notice that Kasali has on his belt two healing potions, like two minor like elixirs of life that you could take um, if you wanted to take it from him. And he has what appears to be a pretty filled gold pouch that he keeps on himself. Saruk's not going to steal from him, but once he's disarmed, it's I'm going to pull one of his potions and feed it to him. Okay, that 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 makes sense. You can feed him his own potions. Uh, otherwise, as you spend, you know, 10 minutes or so picking through these things, you don't find anything value other that is not in possession of the Iron Hunters. He's healed for Max. So he wakes up from unconscious, but is screaming in pain as you've blown his knee out. And he's like, what did you do this before? You said no. Oh, God damn. I fucking hate Alkenstar. Yeah, you and me both, buddy. Should open the door. Don't try anything stupid. You you should have opened the door. Open the door. <laughs> yeah, but oh, I'll I'll squat down to him with with my pistol still and just kind of tap him on the chest. Maybe this adventuring thing is not quite suited for you there, Casali. Yeah, well, you know what? You try not being able to use magic. It's not very fucking fair. What uh, what's in the other rooms like? Y'all just camped out in here, but I'm sure you... What's in the other room over there? Right as you say that, the southern door flies open. You see like a dwarven uh, a dwarven person comes rushing through the door, steps into this room, going like, I, I kind of messed up, and then looks at you guys and gets scared and says, oh, sh- I think I messed up even worse, and starts slowly backing out of the room. No, no, friend. it's fine. It's fine. They 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 see you know Kasali bleeding out at the knee and just like did you kill him? No, he's conscious. <laughs> Kasali, did we kill you? I'm dying. Like crying Kasali, in pain, sh- holding his knee. <laughs> um, but uh, Bolsa does sort of come in and saying, like looking a little shifty, like what's was that? That's what the gunshot I was. Oh. So I'm going to try this one more time, lest uh-huh. this all go to chaos and confusion. We're looking for something. It belongs to our friend Vashon Gattleby. We don't mean you any harm, but we absolutely must have it. Please it don't, don't make this mean more me fucking... any harm. He's like holding his knee and <laughs> just trying to talk over him. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> uh, what did you mess up? Yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean. 
So I might have activated some clockwork machinery in the other room, and it might have just turned on me and attacked me. How much, Shagwa? Because I'll get behind me or you actually will die. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I think Maybe that's uh, Vashon's Wybert. Oh, no. <laughs> I think we're okay. They're in the... Uh, then the main entrance in, in the foyer or the receiving area. I don't know what you call it, but. Uh, I call it foyer. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, we might want to get out of here. Yeah, that's great. And all it's great, 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 whatever. Just as long as you don't shoot us. Uh, Tusks. Um, no offense to yourself and uh, your intelligence or anything, but. If I'm remembering right, uh, Annie's not here with us, and her mentor, who who you know we're looking for, um, the last time anyone saw him in public, he blew up half the college. So unless you have intricate workings of high explosives, maybe we should wait for Vashon to go and search the rest of the room. I mean, as you're all right, but <sighs> maybe we just go get Annie now. I think I think we get Annie now. We, we we've got an entrance to here now. These fellas won't be coming back because they like their kneecaps, correct? Right, gentlemen, ladies, uh, ladies, yeah. non-binary we're, pals. We're going back to the mana waste where things are proper. Fine, fine. Take us, take the gentleman former adventurer with you as well. But uh, I say we go back, tell Annie what we found, get Vashon to maybe. Come back tomorrow, and if that's his Wybert, he knows how to power it down. If it's not his Wybert, at least he knows where, you know, we're not going to blow ourselves into bits. Fine. Look, I think we did great today. You know, you talk to people, I shot shot someone, someone no one died, (laughs) right? It's progress. I'd say uh, that is compromise, my friend. Sure. They will gladly get out of here and cede the the warehouse take, to you. Oh, oh, oh! What weapons does what weapons does Kasali have on him? Just the sickle. He just had like the sickle, um, and uh, there were two of the people had um, basically like whatever the generic like musket rifles are, and then two of them had crossbows. Hmm. I'll take one of the muskets. I'll let him keep the other. Kasali did have like a set of keys for the place that he found, and he gladly hands over the set of keys so that you can feel free to like unlock anything in the warehouse that you'd like. You know, I might also uh, spend some time moving some fucking boxes. <laughs> so yeah. that way this door can do this. Yeah. Yep. You can push more boxes like, to get it open more for sure. Next time, if people politely ask to enter a room... Maybe let him. And I'll keep this as a reminder. Yeah, but we, if we were, don't steal their fucking guns. We're sending we them off to the nano wastes first. I don't understand. I, I thought adventuring would be fun. I'll flip the rifle over for a moment. And then flip it butt side to them. Okay. Maybe have better luck with prairie dogs. You know, they don't shoot back. I will admit 
these people are like the most inept adventuring crew ever, and I don't know how you they survive fucking fighting say. anything in the mana ways. Um, I think that's kind of half their their fun. But you guys thoroughly trounce these people and send them packing with their tail between their legs back to the mana ways and are more than welcome to retreat at this point to retrieve um, Anita if you'd like. As soon as we get back, Annie, Annie, mm. I shot someone and didn't kill him. What? <laughs> what? Wait, hang on a second. What? Hang on. What? 